Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Welcome back to the afternoon show. President's Day, 3 o'clock. I'm Broads hanging out with you, filling in for the crew. They will be back tomorrow. All right. It's 3 o'clock. That means we have our guest for today, one of two guests, and um, unbelievable job Clay Harbor does. Played in the league for nine years, does a great job inside the birds, some stuff with the Chicago Bears as well. He's going to help us out, break down what's going on here in Philadelphia. Clay, what's up, man? What's going on? How you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. Nice little holiday day off here, so everything's great. Really looking forward to seeing how this offseason goes for our Eagles. Yeah, absolutely. So I just want to ask you more of like an overhead view here. Looking at the Eagles coaching staff, they got their hires in Vic Fangio, Kellen Moore, and Nick Sirianni staying up top. Just what's your overall view of that trio? I like it. I think it's improvement. I don't think Vic Fangio is, is going to you know, be the, the top defense in, in, the, in the league by any means, but I think there is a good floor there, right? You're not going to have happen – what you had happen last year with the uh, Desai and Patricia debacle, right? So now Fangio is a guy that's written a book on defenses. I think he'll be, you know, somewhere from that 10 to 15, probably defensive range. And with the offense, I think it really comes down to how successful this offense is. You've invested so much in your quarterback, in your wide receivers, into your offensive line. That's really going to be the engine that drives this team, in my opinion. And I think Fangio can do a good job of getting after the quarterback. Dolphins were ninth last year in sacks. I think he, uh, he, he knows how to get good matchups. He knows how to, what to do to get his big-time pass rushers one-on-one. And he's got some weapons there to use. Obviously, I think they still have depth on the D-line. It isn't what it once was, but I still like what they got there as a, as a core defensive line. And I think that's what's gonna, what it's going to take for them to be successful. So I think you could be a top 10, 10 to, to 15 defense in the offense with Kellen Moore, who I think is an excellent hire. I think his time in, in Dallas, he was one of the best in, in, the, in the game. And last year with the Chargers was tough for him because a lot of injuries happened over there. So I don't blame him for that. But I think that the, the job that they did in finding these coordinators was, was great. It's definitely an upgrade. Last year with Brian Johnson, who in the beginning of the season, I liked the ties with the family of Hurts and all, and 
maybe it was a little too much for him or maybe it was just not the right place in the right time for him. And I, I do believe that he's better than a lot of Eagles fans give him credit for. But I do think that this trio is a jump up from where they were last year. But I want to get your thoughts being in the locker room at one time, going back to your playing days. And that collapse was so brutal. Is there any thought you think in the players, right, in their minds, when they see the collapse happen and you know that the coach is doing everything in his power to try and fix it and there's no results, is there ever any doubt that sets in, like, hey, I don't know if he has what it takes because no one's questioning Nick Sirianni's work ethic, his ability to be in the in the film room and study. I think he tries every single way to get better, and they couldn't. So could, could that be a detriment, that work ethic and seeing no results, or am I searching too much? I don't think in a locker room that those players – have any reservations about Nick Sirianni and I was able to see a lot of the guys just even over the weekend and talk to them a little about the season I spent some time with Kelsey I saw I got to spend some time with Jordan Mailata spent some time with Lane Johnson even got to see some of the old guys Chris Long Bo Allen got to spend some time with those guys and Nick Sirianni is, is thought of very highly and I'll go back to you know my time in Philly and you know, this might bring up some bad memories for you and for all the <laughs> Eagles fans listening but We'll go back to 2012, right? The last year of Andy Reid, we went 4-12, and and it was an awful year. We had injuries. We went on an eight-game slide. We just couldn't win games. And even during that time, the players loved Coach Reid. We knew he was the guy for us, and the ball wasn't bouncing our way. We knew it came down to us. Coach Reid was a, was a coach that had won many games year in and year out. He's a guy that he was back with the Mike Holm, Holmgren Packers league teams and this guy knew what he was doing we loved him as a coach but for whatever reason we just weren't winning games but I'll tell you this there wasn't one player on that team that said man we really need to fire Andy and bring in Chip Kelly because Andy's just not getting the job done we were all behind Andy as tough as it was that season us losing those games a really down year for the Eagles something that doesn't happen often but no in that locker room just like with us back when Andy, when we're losing all those games, the year he got fired, and now with Nick Sirianni, the players are behind him. They stand with him, and obviously that's something that, that Jeffrey Lurie has to decide and how he, if he's the guy to lead this organization. But as far as the players are concerned, they will still go out to battle and fight with Nick Sirianni as their general. Hey, I like that answer. I do. I want that to be the case, and I want that to be right, and I want it all to work out. I want Nick Sirianni to be the answer. I just, I'm a little nervous, that's all. But I think that was an excellent answer, by the way. All right, so let's continue. Hassan Reddick's been in the news lately and all with this contract, and how do you think the Eagles should play this? Should they give him top-tier money to be a great defense uh, pass rusher? I mean, he definitely gets to the quarterback, and you lack getting to the quarterback, as we saw at the back end of the season. Or should they be open to hearing what else is available, potentially, to maybe look to use that money in other ways? You know, in my eyes, you, you keep your ears open, right? You're not going to not take a call if somebody's interested in in trading for San Reddick, he's only 29 years old, and he had 11 sacks this year. Obviously, he had the 16 last year, so back-to-back years, this guy has produced greatly. But it is the last year of his deal. So you listen to the offers, and sometimes you got to make tough decisions like that if you want to invest in other parts of your team, maybe find somebody younger and cheaper. I mean, you go back to Brett Veach when he traded Tyreek Hill 
everybody's up in arms. Patrick Mahomes isn't going to be able to do it without Tyreek Hill. There isn't one path to victory, as Brett Veach showed, when he traded away the best wide receiver in football. Guess who won the Super Bowl this year? The Kansas City Chiefs, even after trading away Tyreek Hill. If you trade away Hassan Reddick and you got a plan to allocate that money to somebody else, to some other position that you think is more important, can get something done, then you do it. Obviously, Hassan Reddick is still young-ish, you know, about to be 30, 29, going to be 30 by the start of next season. But I think if the offer is there and you like it, you can take it. But, I mean, that's all up to Howie. And that, there, there's not one path to victory here. You can win with Hassan Reddick. You've already seen that. You got to the Super Bowl with him because he was a guy that was getting to the quarterback. You know, this year, obviously, you didn't have as much success as you wanted. Same player there. So, to me, yeah, you're listening to everything. I'm not saying trade him. I'm not saying don't trade him. I'm not saying you have to, you have to re-up his contract this year. He's got one more year in the deal. Play out this year, worst-case scenario. If he earns the money, you bring him back. If he thinks he's still trending upward when he's 30, about to be 31, get him in a three-year deal, he'll be done when he's 34, then okay. If not, you can trade him, get a younger player, maybe a little bit more value down the road, and that works too. So in my opinion, I don't think there's a wrong answer here. I think you can have a lot of right answers here. You just got to be sure for what you're doing. Think back to Brett Beach trading Tyree Kill and what happened with them and who won the Super Bowl this year, the Kansas City Chiefs. I think that's absolutely true. I'm right there with you. It's about the execution, really. You could sell me trading him, getting the pick or whatever, and then using that money to help build the defense. As long as you execute properly, you do have some good options just on Howie at that point. So let's now transition to our quarterback, Jalen Hurts. How would you describe his play last year? Because, I mean, I don't think it was a disaster by any means. There were a lot of factors, and then obviously towards the end it was a little rough. But it's a hard one to really describe, I feel. But if you can describe it, how would you? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. I mean, you said it. It's, it's a tough one to describe because you don't want to just put all the emphasis and blame on Jalen Hurts in this situation because I think he has shown he's a dynamic player. I don't think he was 100% healthy. He, they weren't running the zone read, and that's a big part of his game. 
they weren't running the zone read to the same type of way they were running it the year before. In my opinion, two years ago, he was the best zone read quarterback in the league, and they kind of got away from that because he didn't seem to have the same burst, the same explosiveness. I don't know if there's an injury there. I don't know what, what the situation was. I don't think they ever came out and, and really detailed what was going on with Hurts. And then the RPO stuff. That was a huge part of his game last year, and this just didn't work the same this year. The run-pass option. The reads weren't the same, and I think that has something to do maybe with Brian Johnson. And I think Kellen Moore can maybe get him back on the same page as last year. And obviously, I think that teams can adapt to that, but there's so many options in the run-pass option. If you run that play right, they're always wrong. The defense is always wrong when you have a quarterback like Jalen Hurts that can run the zone read. Not every team can do that. If you have Jalen Hurts, a guy that can run, take quick release, and can make these decisions, you should be, it should be hard to stop because you can give it to the running back. You can pull it to the quarterback or you can throw it. Not every team has the opportunity to do that. Only a few teams have that type of quarterback that can do all those things. So, to me, you've got to utilize it, and they didn't do a good job of utilizing that this year. But, to me, the number one thing that Jalen Hurts has to work on this offseason, obviously it goes with the offensive coordinator, it goes with the offensive line, goes with the running backs as far as blitz pickup. Tight ends, too. I know for my time in the league, tight ends have a big, big part in blitz. Zero blitz was just killing the Eagles at the end of the year. You have a whole day in the locker room. You go in, and your Friday practice is all blitz. Excuse me, Thursday practice is blitz. It's third down and blitz. You look at every blitz. You go over and over and over your outlet. These are the runs we're going to run against the blitz. These are the passes we're going to use against the blitz. Here is how we're going to beat their blitz. This team likes to zero blitz. This team likes to zone blitz. This team likes to man blitz. You should have known after what Wink Martindale did you in New York to Jets, you lose that game because of all the blitzing. You come into Tampa, they're going to do the same thing. And for, for, for me, how do you not have a plan for that? To me, that is inexcusable, and a big part of that does fall on Jalen. He has the opportunity to call audibles. He has the opportunity to call hot routes. He has the opportunity to change protection. So – even if you're not in the right call, Jalen can override a lot of that stuff. So I'm not sure exactly whose fault it was. And there were some blown protections that could, could be not on Jalen or the offensive coordinator. But in my opinion, you've got to beat the blitz because now the book is out on you. Hey, look at the last two games this guy played, last three, four games. The zero, this guy can't handle blitz. He's not getting the ball out. They're not running the right route. So this offseason, OTAs, training camp, you make an emphasis to handling zero blitz because that is what you're going to get thrown at you. And obviously, I think, you know, when you're not 100% healthy with Goddard or your receivers, that hurts. I think you can bring in a slot receiver, maybe a second tight end, and then make sure that the protection up front is good. But to me, Jalen's got to get better at the blitz, and they got to get back on track in the RPO, the run-pass option game. We're talking to Clay Harbor, nine-year NFL veteran, does an amazing job. And let's go to your defensive tackles right now because there are some question marks with your uh, defensive interior linemen. Would you bring back Fletcher Cox? I'm a little biased, man, because I played I play with Fletch back in the day. I mean, me and Fletch played together. I'm waking up with more back pain. This guy's still getting it done. I thought <laughs> Fletch, yeah, it's crazy, man. This guy, just like BG. I'd bring back both of those guys. I think they both want to be in Philly. They don't want to upend their families. They're, they're loved in the, in the area. Philadelphia loves those two guys. They're part of the Super Bowl team. They're guys that bring that mentality that you want to bring. And he, not only is Fletch going to, still producing on the field, 
he's a guy you want to have there for a guy like Jordan Davis, Jalen Carter, some of the young guys. Show him how to do things. He's that veteran presence in the locker room, and that matters. He knows what it means to be a Philadelphia Eagle. He knows how to win. He's won a Super Bowl there. He was a big piece of that team. He's a big piece of many playoff teams. And Fletcher is a guy that I would bring back, and I think you can get him a little bit of discount. Like I said, these guys don't want to up and leave Philly for the last one to two years of their career. They want to stay there. So he might take a million yes less per year to stay in Philly, just like BG. BG wants to come back. He wants to stay in Philly. He don't want to go nowhere else. He's been there his whole career. Me and, me and BG were in the same draft class. He's still getting it done. I think you need to bring those two guys back, not just because on the field, yes, that's a big part of it, but in the locker room, they are mainstays. They know what it takes to be professionals, and that is one of the things you want to have around these young players is those two consistent veterans that show the young guys what it takes to have a successful career in this league. In my opinion, no questions. They're going to take discounts to come back to Philly, bring both those guys back. My last one for you, Clay. Does Eddie Jackson, does that name move the needle for you? Yeah, you know, obviously I'm out here in Chicago. I do a lot of work with 670 to score and NBC Sports Chicago. I'm watching all these Bears games. And Eddie Jackson, Vic Fangio, you know, you got him there. He used to play with Vic Fangio. I think Eddie had a down year last year. You know, he gave up 120 passer rating when targeted, but I would like that. He's a veteran guy. You got some young guys you want to bring up still, obviously – you know, you don't. You, you got Blankenship, who I think played well, and then Sidney Brown hopefully can come back. You got Byard there and Justin Evans. But overall, I think that Eddie would be a nice veteran presence. He is a huge locker room guy. I think that he could help the team. He's a guy that you know he's going to be in the right position. I think Eddie Jackson would be good. But even ahead of that, I think you got to bring in some linebackers, maybe like a Patrick Queen a guy that can play off ball. He had 48 pressures, eight sacks the past two seasons, second most for, for linebackers in the past two years for off ball. I think in a draft, you got to go cornerback. Quinion Mitchell, a guy I saw at the Senior Bowl, a guy that can really play. Xavier McKinney, former New York Giants, a guy who's a tackling machine, only had seven missed tackles, 7% missed tackles, top 10 in the NFL. Even another bear, Darnell Mooney, slot guy, get him on a discount. I think there's a number of things that – how he can do this offseason with guys that aren't going to be getting the top dollar. He's got $20 million in cap space. But you can move that around, bring in some veterans, you bring in some young guys, and you fill these holes. you still got the outline of a team that has a chance to compete for a Super Bowl. You fill the rest in with some solid professionals, some solid players. Like you said, Eddie Jackson, I think you're still in the position to go out there and compete for a championship. Clay, thanks so much, man. A lot of great stuff. I can't thank you enough for taking the time out of your day to talk to us, and uh, we'll stay in touch. Appreciate it. Appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. Have a good one, Clay. That was Clay Harbor, nine-year NFL veteran. Of course, spent some time here with the Philadelphia Eagles and some other squads as well. Good stuff, man. Very passionate guy about the the football world. He does an excellent job. All right, 215-592-9494. That's the phone number to hop on board. And he he did bring up some interesting stuff there about Jalen Hurts. And when the blitz is a very known thing that is constantly going to be attacking you, whether you see the New York Giants, whether you see 
Todd Bowles and what's happening down in Tampa Bay. As much as we want to rip apart the head coach and rip apart maybe the scheme, how much of this is our quarterback needs to recognize, too, that you cannot constantly just think you're going to go out there and effectively be we, – we got to be more knowledgeable prior to the snap, see what's going on. It falls on everybody. If the scheme is a zero, well, then it's very hard to operate a scheme that's going to give you a zero. I, I'm aware of that. There's only so much you can do from a quarterback position. If you fix the scheme, I do believe that Jalen Hurts gets fixed organically because of that. And we do live in a world where we love our quarterbacks to just step up to the line and start picking everything apart like they're Peyton Manning in their prime. And if you take a look at how quarterbacks play the game nowadays, it's different. Everyone's really, outside of a few, a system quarterback to some degree because the college game changed and then you're more mobile here in the NFL and the offensive schemes have all sort of adapted. So there's so many variables on why that's the case. But I did think that that was definitely highlighted when he was was talking out loud. Um, But I I do want to get back on to our big topic of today's show, and that's really looking at Rob Thompson and Nick Sirianni. And who do you have more trust in moving forward for their big upcoming seasons? Nick Sirianni was stripped of all of his duties, and now there are two guys in place on their respected side of the ball that's supposed to take charge. Kellen Moore will really be the DNA of the offense. Vic Fangio will be the DNA of the defense. If the Eagles succeed, how much of that falls on the shoulders of Sirianni? And if it is great with time management, great with timeouts, great with personnel on the field, challenging the plays, being detailed, everything a CEO head coach is supposed to take control over, then I will give him a ton of credit. But if there are still some things that are extremely sloppy from the CEO level, and it's really just the two coordinators shining, then I don't know if I feel great about Nick. And quite honestly, deep down, I don't feel great about Nick. I don't. I am very concerned. I don't know if you could put the pieces back together. You could try and put tape over it. And that's essentially what this feels like to me, is them putting tape over it and Band-Aids, hoping that they could fix it, but it needs surgery. And that's the issue. With Rob... Does he need surgery? No. What he does doesn't need surgery. I think he just needs to put a Band-Aid on his flaws. You see the difference? He doesn't need a full-on operation, but he does need to change a little bit of, of, of wiring because the issue with him is he will pull Zach Wheeler and go to Jose Alvarado versus your Don Alvarez in the World Series, and it will crumble. He will go to... Craig Kimbrell, when it's obvious he has nothing left in the tank, or he'll allow Rojas to bat in the fourth inning with the bases loaded when you have an opportunity to blow the game open, when your brand as an offense is to rake and your team is built to score a bunch of runs, that's what you do well. That's when you have to pounce, and he went down swinging. I don't care if Pache or if it's Stubbs or if it's anybody, Jake Cave, I don't care if you have really poor options outside of Rojas If it's better than less than 100 batting average, then it's better than Rojas. Rojas was that abysmal where we don't even know if he's playing Major League Baseball next year. And that's what you went down swing with. I can't have that. So you got to put Band-Aids on Rob. You need surgery with Nick. That's my view. But what say you? 215-592-9494. Let's go to David in Iowa. What's going on, David? You're a 94 WIP. Hey, good afternoon. Sir. Good afternoon. I'm great. How are you, David? I'm feeling your whole topical point of the 100 batting average. 
what, what, it's hilarious to me. Well, man. it's the truth. I, it, but the, 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 you, you, it, you bro, hit the nail on the yeah. I, you're not, you, you didn't say nothing wrong. It's like thank you, come David. Up here three times to swing the bat. Yeah, it's That's unbelievable. Like, he couldn't you even bunt. You get four. Yeah. Then we didn't ask you to swing out the park. Just make contact. Then you come up there looking like Cassiano's with the shirt halfway always unbuttoned. Now the defense, eh, but the defense to me he augments the batting order. And as a player, former player, not professional, but you augment the like when you come in and you see the lineup, you know he's like in between seven, eight, or nine. Nine used to be where the pitcher was until they changed all the laws and bylaws. But I just think we need a better piece out there. Now I don't know how you sec how you supplement the defense. I'm not saying bring Odubel back. I'm not saying bring. I mean, I'm not point, saying bring. It's got to be somebody better. Even though we got uh, the, the W guy, I call him the W guy. Whit, Whit Merrifield. Yeah, because we got a long last thing. The W guy. All right, we got him. That's fine. But we need a piece, man. Like, so man, you're not. You don't love the. Season. You don't love the the outfield. Is that what you're saying? I don't want him on the. I want him in AAA so he can refine his skills and hone his hone his skills. Because when it comes to batting, I don't know if he's lacking confidence. I don't know what it is. I just it's, it's something about this guy that. But you see what happened in the in the in the, in the, the, in the, the championship, right? Yeah, he definitely crumbled. He had an awesome regular season, but yeah, he, I know he's not he's not ready yet. They're, but they have Brandon Marsh, and they do have Whit Merrifield now, and they have Pat but Marsh is hurt. I think Marsh will be all right though. It's not a long term worry. Yeah, but I would take I would take Thompson, and I'm gonna leave you with this one. Okay, I'll take Thompson over Sirianni. So if Sirianni and I, and I asked you this the other day, if Sirianni is the head coach, what is his responsibility? What does he make sure that everybody's got their flight passes? They check us. What is his job? Like you saying, he's got stripped of the DNA. It's going to be Kellen Moore on offense. But what does the head coach do? It's a great question. It's a and thanks, David. And it's not the same as Harbaugh down in Baltimore. It's not the same as Dan Campbell because they actually have a personality with their team. They have something that describes how their team plays. And if this is how Nick Sirianni's team plays and it describes him, that's a problem. That's a problem. All right, they actually have way more respect in their respected rooms compared to where Nick Sirianni is right now. Their resumes speak for itself. I don't know about Dan Campbell. I don't know how long that lasts, though. I don't think Dan Campbell is going to be standing around for 15 years as this big rah-rah guy. It was a nice, cute little story in Detroit, but you better show me seven years of sustained success before I start screaming that Dan Campbell knows exactly what he's doing. All right, 215-592-9494. We will reset on the other side. Rob Thompson, Nick Sirianni, who do you have more trust in? We'll get an update on our Twitter poll. We'll hear more audio. And, of course, it was the NBA All-Star Weekend. And, yes, there's controversy surrounding that game last night. If you watched it, God bless you. We'll talk more about it. 215-592-9494. I'm Broads filling in here on the W. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.